Welcome to EQ Minds Recharge Your Mental Health Podcast. I'm Chelsea Pottinger, the host of this show, and today it brings me great excitement because we've just released our new Raising Resilience Kids program, which is officially here. This 10-day course will equip you and your little ones with how to live a life of resilience, happiness, and inner peace. If you want to learn how to raise your child with resilience, we've got your back. We know how heartbreaking it is to watch your child struggle and we're here to provide practical tools and effective parenting techniques to support your child with resilience and mindfulness. If you're wondering where to start, just head to eqminds.com forward slash store for instant access to the course. That's eqminds.com forward slash store. Let's dive into the EQ Minds podcast today where I'll be talking about how essential sleep is in helping your kids live a more mindful, resilient and productive life. We will equip you in this podcast with some really basic tools that can be implemented into your child's daily sleep routine. Some of them might even fit into your sleep schedule too. And if you love this content, you'll get another 10 days of it in the Raising Resilience Kids program. So let's get started. Children need sleep and plenty of it. If your children are not getting enough sleep, they'll be irritable, lack focus, and have reduced decision-making skills. What's worse, their bodies will become full of cortisol, leading to inflammation, and basically the same attributes we as adults encounter due to the lack of sleep. What's worse is that they'll be missing a vital ingredient to their development. Adequate sleep is essential to their brain growth and their physical vibrance. Sleep is also essential for our immune function. We all want our children to be healthy and able to fight off any bugs that come their way. While sleep may be the most important factor in our ability to fight off any of those baddies, a study where adult participants were exposed to the common cold virus showed that those who slept a mere five hours per night were 200 to 300% more likely to catch a cold than someone sleeping eight hours a night. A lack of sleep has been shown to cause the prefrontal cortex, the decision-making part of your brain, and our executive function to become weakened. So poor sleep will lead to poor self-control. Think about that with your food choices after a poor night's sleep. We make irrational and unhealthy decisions when it comes to food. We have less ability to resist urges. Further, a poor night's sleep leads to increased irritability and a temper. We all want our children to make better food choices, to be less reactionary, to be less irritable. And probably just as important, a happy and calmer child will lead to you being a happy and more calm parent. Fascinatingly, Dr. Matthew Walker, a famous neuroscientist for sleep, talks about how our memory consolidates at night time. If we don't sleep for long enough, our memories won't embed properly. There is a decline in memory consolidation of about 40%. So think about that. When they are learning something new, which is every day, they'll miss the chance to retain almost half of it. That alone is enough reason to make sure you and your family are getting enough sleep each night. If you do need an excellent book on sleep, 
make sure you check out a book called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. We want to give our kids the best brain possible. So let's talk about some ways we can improve their sleep habits. Here are a few tips to get them on track. Tip one, establish a bedtime routine. Establishing a nighttime routine that reduces the rush as much as possible, taking into account your busy life. The bedtime routine for your kids needs to have little cues that it's sleepy time. For example, a bath or shower, quiet playtime, bottle of milk, going to the bathroom, brushing of teeth, and reading a book. Tip number two, turn off digital devices. This may well be the most important tip in today's session for your child and also for you. Never use an iPad or tablet to read a story to get your child to relax at night time. Why is that? The screen stimulates the back of the eyes too much and it actually sends a signal back to the pineal gland inside the brain to stop producing melatonin, which is the hormone that we need to get enough deep sleep. So, exposure to light suppresses the secretion of melatonin, a hormone that influences circadian rhythms. So even though your little ones will drift off to sleep, They won't have the same quality of rest or deep REM sleep if they instead didn't look at the screen and you read them a book. Even dim light from a screen can interfere with their circadian rhythm and melatonin secretion. Research shows that reading a tablet one hour before bed was shown to shift melatonin production back by three hours. That is unbelievable, three hours. So it is essential that digital devices are turned off a minimum of one hour before bed. Therefore, if your child's bedtime is 7 o'clock, TV, the iPad needs to go off at 6pm at the absolute latest. Only ever use a paperback book for nighttime stories. Tip number three, try playtime before sleep. Quiet playtime is a great way to help your child wind down before bed. Establish a routine, but don't be afraid to create some time for your child just to play quietly as a method to relax. Quiet playtime before bed is a great way to incorporate more play into your child's routine. And as we will learn in this course, play is a great way to build mindfulness in your children. Tip number four, use the advanced time method. Many psychologists advocate this method to create rules and boundaries that give parents a way to manage children's expectations and avoid those meltdowns. As an example, Clara, you have five minutes left of playtime before bed because I know you're really enjoying yourself. Or, Clara, I know you're having a great time playing and looks so much fun, so here is one more minute to finish your playtime before bed. Tip number five is avoiding sugar in the evenings at all costs. While dessert can easily become part of a family's routine, we all have experienced the sugar high and subsequent sugar low. By adding sugar to our children's evenings, you are ramping up their nervous system and reducing the ability for them to calm down at a time when it is absolutely crucial. Tip six, create the right environment. A dark, 
quiet and cooler temperature will help with creating the right environment for your child to sleep. If you live in the city, can you turn on white noise so it eliminates the sound outside? Can you buy blockout curtains to block out any street lights coming through the curtains? Our bodies and our children need darkness as that triggers a number of functionings within our body that create repair and growth. So it's really important to have the room nice and dark. Tip number seven, movement. Exercising during the day helps your kids sleep well at night. Try bike riding, climbing a tree, having a swim in the pool or ocean, skipping outside, anything that gets your kids moving. This will help also with their physical health and release all of that energy they often have. Just make sure all that movement is done before dinner and bath time. Evening should be for winding down and relaxing, not firing up the endorphins and their nervous system. Tip number eight, try a sleep story. Download the free app Insight Timer and find a calming sleep story to listen to. The sleep stories help your little one's mind relax into a deeper and more peaceful sleep. Just remember to download the story off Wi-Fi. Keep your phone on flight mode so no Wi-Fi comes into the room. And please make sure the screens are down when it begins so the light of the phone or the iPad doesn't stimulate them too much. Preparation is best so that you're not kind of fumbling through the screens when you're trying to settle your child. I have a number of sleep stories downloaded on my phone so I can just click on them really easily. Tip number nine, don't wake your children up in the morning unless it's really necessary. I know we all have demands and life gets in the way, but letting children sleep is essential to their development. In fact, it's just as important for your teenagers too. A trial in the USA of moving school start times by one hour yielded a corresponding increase in academic results. This has been replicated across many studies. So where possible, let your children sleep until they wake on their own. I know at times our schedules don't allow for this luxury. But if you see it happening consistently, maybe it's time to move the bedtime forward. Tip number 10. Parents, listen to a podcast with Dr. Matthew Walker and myself, Chelsea Pottinger, the founder of EQ Minds, for some sleep tips. Dr. Walker is an amazing neuroscientist and psychologist for sleep, and this podcast will be very helpful. His research and knowledge is incredible and will have you motivated to make sleeping a priority in your entire family's life. You can also buy his book, Why We Sleep, which is an amazing resource. Daily activity number one, create a checklist of your child's current evening bedtime routine. Compare it to today's course and see if there's anything you'd like to change. That could be a tiny tweak or a complete overhaul. Let's recap what we have covered. I challenge you to implement as many as you can if you're not already doing them. One, a consistent bedtime routine with lots of prompts that it is wind down time bath, quiet playtime, bottle of milk, going to the bathroom, brushing your teeth, reading a book. Two, 
turn off all digital devices so it's not impacting melatonin production. Three, try quiet playtime before bedtime. Four, use the advanced time method so your children know it's coming, so there's no surprises. Five, avoid sugar in the evenings and try to make it all day if possible. Six, create a sleep-friendly environment. Seven, make sure you are wearing your kids out in the day with lots of movement. Eight, try a sleep story. Nine, don't wake up your children in the morning unless it's a necessity. Number 10, listen to the EQ Minds podcast with Dr. Matthew Walker. If you like this content and want to continue on your journey to raise resilient kids and learn loads of tools in one week, head to eqminds.com forward slash store and select the Raising Resilience Kids program. And if you're feeling in a good mood, please leave us a five-star rating. It helps other people find the podcast and together we can social ripple mental health tools across the globe. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. We will see you again next week. This podcast is for educational purposes only. Any advice is not a substitute for medical guidance. Any use of the information contained in this podcast is at the user's own risk.